A name you know who's in the know. It's the Cindy Adams Show, 77 WABC. Okay, I'm about to introduce someone I have spoken with many, 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 many times, Steve Spangler. He is a best-selling author, an educator, and a business leader. He's been branded by Time magazine as one of their most influential people of the year because of his passion to inspire the next generation of scientists and engineers. And you always see him on television. He's doing something. He's breaking something, crashing something, doing something to engage people in the mysteries of science. He has done 1,600 television appearances, Emmy Awards, and enough already with Steve. I am now about to speak to him. Okay, Steve Spangler, I know how you started, but tell me, how did you start with all of this? Uh, it started as a science teacher. And, uh, you know, sometimes teachers make so much money, we get a second job. And so I was doing a little program out there, a little science show in the early 90s. I was approached by a producer from NBC television who said, how'd you like to be a part of a show called News for Kids? And so that's how I started in television. One thing led to another. There were some toys along the way. And 30 years later, excuse me, here we are today. What was your first trick, honey? (coughs) Besides coughing. Besides coughing. Yep. Ask me again, would you? <laughs> Your first trick. Oh, what was my first trick? Well, you know, um, my parents, I grew up in a family of uh, scientists. So my dad turned my show and tell, you know, everybody else would bring in a G.I. Joe or something like that. He had me bring in science experiments. So I had a little thing that was in a bottle that you'd squeeze the bottle and this little eyedropper would go up and down. I convinced everybody in school that they had magnetic fingers and they could just put their finger on the outside of the bottle. I was just squeezing the bottle. Mm-hmm. So I tricked everybody. They loved it. And I found out the power of presentation. You could actually engage people, my own friends, if I just presented it in a way that made it seem like a magic trick. Don't sometimes things not work? I mean, I'm clumsy. If I can drop something and break something, I will. But don't things sometimes not work for you? All the time. And that's what makes it the best. I think that that, if you're a teacher, if you're a parent, if you're anybody who's trying to share something or get somebody else to learn, I think that vulnerability of it not working is what's great. And so when kids see that it didn't work for us, they get to actually see the process of discovery. So that's the best part. Sometimes, don't tell anybody, but teachers actually make it seem like it didn't work just to enhance the learning. What junked up for you? What didn't work? Oh, so many things uh, along the way didn't work. I would get, uh, as a kid, I'd go to the library and get these science books. There was a guy, you remember, his name was Don Herbert, the original Mr. Wizard. And I tried for years to get that dumb egg in the bottle. I tried (laughs) and I tried and I tried. I couldn't get the egg in the bottle. My mom and dad are like, stop lighting things on fire. And uh, one one thing led to another. And the first time that dumb hard-boiled egg goes into the bottle, you could just hardly wait to share it with everyone and tell me that that wasn't planned along the way. Somewhere along the way, you knew that that would happen. And that is viral science. I mean, Mentos and Diet Coke are great, and that was viral. But when you want to share it, you're knocking on the neighbor's doors and going, look at the egg in the bottle. That's viral (laughs) science. 
Okay, during the pandemic, when everybody was stuck inside with kids that were screaming and hollering, what could you do with kids with besides an egg and a bottle or water or or vinegar? Or, what could you do with kids? Cindy, it started with those parents. We all thought that we were going to be locked in for two weeks, you know? So when it went past two weeks... We just turned to social media. I flipped open my laptop and on our Facebook page, just told people, I'll see you on Friday at one o'clock. And I'll show you how to do some things with a plate of milk and some food coloring, some soap, maybe an Alka-Seltzer tablet. I just found things that were around the house. Cindy, that first week, we had about 250 people who joined us on the Facebook page. Then next week, I had 45 thousand people on that Facebook live and it just continued to grow over the summertime. So we needed stuff. I was on a quest. I was going through 30 years of my material, finding out how to do things with vegetable oil and toothpicks and gummy bears and whatever I could find that I could share with parents who are trying to share with kids, share with teachers who are trying to engage kids and learn Zoom or whatever it was at the same time. There was a ton that you can do in the kitchen, and it really just it kind of came to fruition. Okay. Be- on account of the fact that I'm a schlump in the kitchen and I don't even know how to wash a dish, can you tell me <laughs> one simple stupid trick that I, a klutz, could do with a kitchen thing? Absolutely. Uh, and you're not a klutz and you're going to be is you're going to do it wonderfully. The people who are listening can do this as well. I want you to take a plate, a dinner plate, and I want you to put milk in the dinner plate. So it might be one percent, two percent whole milk, whatever it is. Put milk in the dinner plate. Um, so it's about, you know, half full, not overflowing. Then reach into the cupboard and grab some food coloring. So I want a couple drops of each color in the very middle there. So a couple drops of red, blue, yellow, green, whatever. Let it settle. Nothing's going on. And reach under the sink and get some Dawn dish soap, just whatever liquid soap you have. Take one tiny drop of that soap, dip it in the very middle, and you will see an explosion of color. The colors will churn and move on their own like somebody is in there moving it around with a toothpick. What's really happening is you're seeing the science of soap right before your very eyes. The soap molecules microscopically are spinning around and aligning themselves with the fat that's in the milk. And in doing so, it spins the color around. I swear, you'll do it over and over and over. You'll have a dinner party and you'll do it. People are going to get tired of Cindy and the amazing color-changing milk trick, but it's phenomenal. Listen, it sounds like my housekeeper every day. Um, Let me tell you one quick story. My housekeeper has been with me 25 years, and I love her to death. We once got some gorgeous red orchids. We'd never had red orchids before. I'd never seen them red. So she put them in a prominent place in the living room and watered them daily. All of a sudden, one day, I walked by, and I touched the orchid. After four months, it was felt. It was made of felt. And she had been watering the damn thing for four months. So don't tell me about what my housekeeper could do. She can crap up anything in the kitchen. But I thank oh you God, for that idea. Funny. Okay, funny. what about, where, where, do, where do you keep all your junk? I hate to use the junk, but where, where do you, you know, keep it all? Well, the marriage counselor said, uh, I've got to take it out of the house now. So that was just a, that was a compromise that was there. You know, we all start that way. If you have anybody listening who's a teacher, we all know that we fill every nook and cranny of every garage and friend's garage and whatever. Cindy, for me, that I was teaching at the same time that the business, my entrepreneurial spirit was taking over. 
created a company called Steve Spangler Science. That kind of blossomed into a, a manufacturing facility in Denver is about 16,000 square feet. We also had some, uh, some uh, factories that were out of the U.S. as well. And so that company grew. I sold that company in 2018. So I'm back down to uh, we, we have a house that we just use for the TV show. So our TV show called DIY Sci. The neighbors are a little concerned because there is a, we don't live in the house. It's just the house that we use for TV. So there's no furniture, but there's lots of desks <laughs> and thousands of bottles of Diet Coke and Mentos and fire extinguishers and you name it. The neighbors every once in a while will hear a little kaboom and they just know that the science guy is up to something. Well, what about your wife? I mean, isn't she a little bit unhappy with all of this stuff that you do and dirtying up the kitchen and everything? Well, let me tell you the secret. When we started Steve Spangler Science, my wife was the business brains behind that. She was the president CEO. So those 45 employees here in Colorado reported directly to her. She is the one that made that business happen. So um, I've always been the face of it. I'm the guy who does TV. I speak. I write the books and whatever. But when it came to the hard part, the business, the real piece that uh, that would you know kind of help uh, help us for the rest of our lives and build something that was a little bit bigger than us, that was Renee. So when we sold the business in 2018, people said, "Congratulations, Steve!" But I had to turn and say. You probably need to congratulate her because that's the uh, that's the brains behind the business. What about your kids? She still likes the explosion. I mean, I have the science house because she's like, don't do this crap in my house. I mean, you know, <laughs> but yeah, but the, but they do come over. I'll tell you, if we if you come over for dinner sometime when you're here in Colorado, we'll treat you to a wonderful dinner. At the end, there'll be some fire eating that we'll do outside, and then we'll have dessert with liquid nitrogen. So we'll freeze the dessert right in front of you. And uh, this is the reason I can't get insurance, Cindy. I still to this day need to get insurance someday, but nobody will cover me. I don't know why. Well, well, Lloyd's of London will. Oh, well, that's a good idea. I'll, I'll be sure to write that down. <laughs> you, you need, yeah, you really need me to tell you about Lloyds of London. Are you not insured seriously for all of this no. dreck that you're doing and all the spots and all the dirt and all the breakage and everything? Of course. There's a, there's a lot of insurance, and uh, I, I'm insured by the same people that insure uh, the people who, who juggle chainsaws called the Passing Zone and our good friends in Vegas <laughs> called Penn & Teller. So it yeah, seems like yeah. we're in a small little group of things like that. But, you know, um, in a serious note, uh, it's those things that happen, they get bigger than life, that have been so much fun for me. Our, our people at home, you know, learned that if you could, from books and from stuff online, if you take a box of cornstarch and you pour it into a bowl and you add a little bit of water, you can get the consistency of about honey. And what people are fascinated to find out is that's quicksand. If you push your hand down into a mixture of cornstarch and water and try to pull up real fast, you get stuck. You can slap it and it won't go anywhere. But if you slowly push into it, you can get your hand in and out of it. The people at the Ellen Show years ago said to me, what are you working on? I told them that. And they said, that's cute. They said, could you make it bigger? And I said, 10 boxes would be great and some water. And they said, 
How about a cement truck? 2,500 boxes of cornstarch, 800 gallons of water in a small pool, and Ellen walked across water. Now, if she would have stopped when she was walking, she would have sunk. So thank goodness she didn't do that, and we kept on getting to do the show. But that's that thing of taking it. Anything worth doing is worth overdoing. That's what gets kids excited about science, technology, engineering, and math. Okay, what could I, who I'm a klutz, a card-carrying klutz, what could I do by myself, actually? I'm not going to get a truck full of cornstarch. What could I do in a nice, genteel kitchen? You know, but you're absolutely right. I mean, the very beginning of that was true. A single box of cornstarch, it'll set you back $2.00 and a bowl and some water, and you're making quicksand. It will blow your mind when you're able to see this liquid. You can pour this liquid onto a plate, onto a cookie sheet, and slap it with all your might, Cindy, and it will not go anywhere. It turns into a solid at that split second, and then all of a sudden, bam, write it back into a liquid. And you will. I, de- I defy you to keep your hands out of it. You will squeeze it around. Kids today call it ubalik. Uh, but it's absolutely amazing. But but you might be thinking of something else. You might be going, you know, is there anything else I could do? Visualize this for me. I'll, I'll walk you through the steps. Um, you're going to take a wine glass. You know something about that, right, Cindy? A wine oh, glass. don't be funny, yeah. Uh, stop. Uh, a little yeah. wine glass there. A little bit of water in the bottom of the wine glass. A couple drops of food coloring. Let's call it red. Now I want you to fill the rest of the glass almost to the top with vegetable oil. So you have this beautiful mixture there. You've got water on the bottom. You've got oil on the top. Reach into the medicine cabinet, grab yourself an Alka-Seltzer tablet, break it in half, and just drop it into that wine glass. The Alka-Seltzer tablet will work its way through the oil, and in the moment it touches the water, it'll start to erupt. And it will make these beautiful bubbles start to come up like a lava lamp, and they'll come up through the oil. The little bubbles will burst. Uh, it stays all in the glass and will circle around again. It's going to look like a lava lamp. You'll amaze your guests. The They're trouble say, with you, again. Steve, is you're so boring. That's the real trouble with you. <laughs> Talking to you is such a bore. Okay. Did you ever screw up a trick? I mean, you must have. Always. Uh, uh, absolutely. Um, I um, well, I did it with my own kids. Uh, it, you know, you try to teach them. My dad impressed me by teaching me how to do these little science things. I take them to school. So we have three boys, and when my uh, oldest was five years old, I sent him off to kindergarten. It was going to be show and tell time. You could bring whatever you want. I said, honey, you're going to love this. So I gave him the bottle of Diet Coke, the roll of Mentos, the little holder for it, and I said – Take everybody outside, and then when you drop the Mentos into the Diet Coke, of course, there's going to be this amazing eruption. All the carbon dioxide gas is going to come out. And he came home that day with a little note, and it was, uh, please give me a call. would love to talk to you about this before you send Jack to school with this. And I thought, what happened? And I asked Jack, and he goes, oh, it was great, Dad. And he says, but you didn't tell me it would shoot up and hit the ceiling. I said, you did it inside? He goes, yeah. <laughs> I, I gathered everybody around the desk, and I dropped them in, and it just mushroomed up and just covered the ceiling in Diet Coke. And if there's parents out there today that are shaking their head going, that's where this came from. I, I'm going to get that Steve Spangler, that's for sure. Cindy, to, to your point, they always fail. There's always a sense of things that don't go right. That little stunt that we did on the Ellen show, 
um, you were running across the, the water in the cornstarch. We had mixed that up and it didn't work in the parking lot. Thank goodness we had saved off about 50 pounds of cornstarch. Um, <laughs> and it took that extra little bit in there to finally get it to solidify. But you can imagine showtimes in an hour and a half. Willie Nelson's mad because he's got to move his truck out of the way or that, that motor home out of the way. And we can't stand up on that water. And I don't know what we're going to do. And thank goodness at the last second it was okay. There's stuff like that all the time. And that's what keeps me young. Okay. We're going to close off. But one question more. Why do you live in Colorado instead of a real place? Uh, well, just come visit, visit us in Colorado, and you'll see why thousands of people are moving here every single day. You know, I spend a lot of time in New York and in Los Angeles, but we've got this great country, and Colorado is just an amazing place to raise a family and to be able to do our science show at the same time, hop on a plane and kind of be almost anywhere in a short period of time. So it's a great place. When you come out, no. you visit. We'll blow some things up. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm not coming to Colorado, come, but I'll come, come anywhere Colorado, else in we'll North normal place to see you please, and to hug you please. and to love you. You're adorable. <laughs> love you, Stephen. Keep in touch, Thank honey. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks. you so much. Bye. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.